All right, perfect. So just so we could get started here, um, when you're there, right, you can hear me? Definitely don't want to lose people, but uh, hopefully um, we'll get Gwen back on the line. Ellie, can you hear me? I can. I can hear you loud and clear. All right, perfect. So maybe we're going to get Gwen back in a second here. Um, everyone, just welcome to uh, Financial Leverage for the Career Professionals. It's a call that we do every single week, every Thursday around this time in your uh, time zone there. I know it's uh, 8 p.m. here in uh, Central Standard Time. And so what we do every single week, I'm your host, Carissa Thomas, and every week I do this call and it's a discussion, and I have a special treat for you today. So Happy New Year's, everyone. I have a special treat, and the treat is of two partners of the line, and we're actually going to be talking about financial leverage for the career professional, what it means to us, and, um, and what we want to do, especially now this is the best time, this is the New Year professionals are thinking about, you know, different businesses and different times. It's just a great time to think about the future and things that we want to do. So um, definitely want to be able to introduce uh, one of my business partners, Leroy Alexander. Um, Leroy, just tell the people a little bit about yourself uh, before we get started here. Absolutely. Happy New Year's, guys. Um, again, this is Leroy. I'm actually from Atlanta. I'm currently living in Dallas, Texas. Um, I'm extremely excited because of my college. Uh, I'm a graduate of Auburn University. Uh, and as you know, we're playing for the national championship on Monday. So uh, I hope it's not Florida State people on the phone, but um, War Eagle. <laughs> but uh, definitely, um, I must say that 2014 is going to be amazing. Um, I'm actually a software consultant. Um, I work for a, uh, a company who creates tax and accounting software. Uh, I've been doing that for about five years now. And uh, so definitely, I've always been a type of person that um always wanted to just be successful um and definitely you know having a degree in marketing and and being able to actually right out of college work in radio i worked at b103 in atlanta uh you know i've always been around successful people and I always wanted success for myself and so um one thing i've learned a long time ago is if you always have to move your feet to eat uh, you can only go so far um but having leverage on your side and being able to work and duplicate your work is an amazing thing. So uh, that's all for now. I'm going to pass it back over to you, Crystal. Excellent, excellent. Um, yeah, I mean, this is just super awesome. I'm so glad to have you on the call. We're definitely going to ask you some questions um, in a little bit here, L.A., and just, you know, um, just Happy New Year to you. <laughs> hey, guys, can happy you hear me now? Oh, perfect. So now I actually have uh, Gwen of Fairbanks on the line as well. And, you know, like I said, today is the new year. We have special treats here for you. Gwen of would you be able to just uh, welcome yourself to the call and tell our guests a little bit about you? Hey, absolutely. First of all, thank you for inviting me on this call. Um, it is an absolute pleasure to be with you top leaders, both you, Carissa, and you, Leroy. Um, <clears throat> as she said, my name is Gwen of Banks. I am actually originally from Chicago, currently living in Texas, but um, had, a, had a few different directions I've gone. I got my undergrad at the University of Iowa, um, and then after that, did my master's at the University of South Dakota, and which was great. I got a great, I had great experiences, and I actually uh, got great, a great education, uh, both post high school 
and of course K through 12. But um, one of the things that I, one of the big reasons why I'm in this business and why you all are on this call and we're on this call is because we all want more out of life. We're all go getters. We're all hustlers, and as much as, as as much as we put into our daily works and the things that we do and the passion that we have for it, we still want more. There's more to us. And so being a part of this uh, financial leverage movement is actually phenomenal for me because I have for myself and I know a lot of people who uh, this is actually phenomenal for. And the business that we're all in, we're able to grow and do so much to help so many other people become financially free, to become debt-free, to actually be able to work towards being debt-free. Um, and so this is just a, you know, I'm just, like I said, I'm just happy to be on this call, happy to be helping other people do this as well. And um, I know um, I got some awesome leaders that I'm working with and want to just see that grow. So it, it, it's a pleasure. Excellent, excellent. Well, guys, uh, thank you so much again uh, for joining the call. Again, I mean, you guys probably hear me every single week. I'm Carissa Thomas, and I actually um, I came from the corporate sector as well. And it's just such a beautiful thing when we talk, you know, have these discussions for professionals on a daily basis. And if you're a professional on this line, there's a good reason you may have been invited by someone on this line to hear this conversation and this discussion that we have every single week. Um, so I actually wanted to ask a couple questions to my panelists because you guys always hear me talk every single week. So I definitely want to be able to ask a little bit about professionalism and what it means to you guys. And so, Leroy, I'm going to ask you first, what do you think, you know, do you consider yourself a professional and what does it mean to be a professional and maybe some of the things that makes uh, – being a professional, somewhat you get stuck in your ways or something like that. So, um, Leroy, I'm going to turn it over to you. Uh, definitely. I would, I would say the number one thing as far as being a professional, it really boils down to your, uh, your actual self-attitude because at the end of the day, you could actually be a janitor and you could be a professional janitor if you look at it the right way. So regardless of what you're doing and where you're at currently in your life, uh, as long as you've got a positive mindset, and you realize that at the end of the day, you're going to do the very best that you can do and you're going to improve and you're going to be the very best at what you're doing, then you can be a, a professional. And that's one thing I had to look at for myself. Uh, even though I, I still have a corporate job and I enjoy it, um, I got into a slump to where I was like, wow, if I got to go up and I got to work every single day for somebody else, you know, why am I not putting that much effort onto my own business? But what I had to realize was, I had to still go out there and I had to perform at a high level. And that's what it's all about as far as being a professional. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. You know, I never, you know, thought about, you know, people just limiting themselves, you know, and saying, oh, I only need to have this particular title to be a professional. And so anybody could kind of, I guess you're saying, adopt professionalism. It's just a matter of character, I think, it will come down to at that point. Uh, Gwen, what are your thoughts on professionalism? And I still kind of feel like there's a stigma. There's something that professionals seem like they block themselves, or at least people who have climbed really hard up the corporate ladder and the corporate ranks, they sort of seem like they stop themselves or they get into this one-track climbing method, and they just sometimes block other opportunities or different things from out of their lives. And so I'm curious, Gwen, what are your thoughts on this? Um, first, can you hear me still good? Yep, I can hear you. Great, great. My personal um, thoughts on that is, is some of it is personal thoughts and then some of it is also personal experience um, and for myself and things that I've seen from my friends because most of us, the, most of my friends that I know, 
you know, we've all gone to school. We were told that's what you needed to do to become successful. You get your master's, you get your Ph.D., you do the things that the world tells you you need in order to be successful. But what we, what I and what we found was getting a degree does not equal success necessarily. It means that you have the ability to sit in a classroom for, a, you know, for, for years and actually re- retain some information, take some tests and pass them. But we t- what we tend to do with that is to we take that education and what people have told us, and that's the only thing we work towards to have success. And sometimes even when we beat a dead horse, we continue to work towards that in order to be successful, even if we're not, you know, getting the results that we want. We just continue to do that because we're told that's the way in which that you do that and that's how you be successful. Um, I think with that, that classroom teaching, we don't know how to be open-minded and actually take what we can do and put it in other avenues. For example, having your own business. For some of us, we know how to go in a classroom. We know how to go to a job and have a um, – our job description laid out for us, and do the things that we're told to do. But being successful also means knowing your strengths and some of your weaknesses and being able to take that out into the world and do things for yourself that you you wanted to do but you probably never thought you could do. So in terms of success, I think it's, it's, it's bigger than just, you know, the things that, that we've accomplished because, of course, those are great things. Being able to get an undergrad degree, and a master's degree, um, those are great accomplishments for me. But now I've got to take it up a notch because the success that I want, in all honesty, neither one of those degrees will give me. And so um, and that's and in terms of success, that's uh, some of the things that I think people are being closed-minded in regards to, you know, taking the opportunities that are set in front of them because it's not that road or path that they were told they needed to take. Uh, that's excellent. You know, when as you were talking, you know, and I'm thinking, I'm like, man, you know, we go to school sometimes and we think that getting the education is going to help us advance in the workforce, which sometimes it, it does, but at the same time, it's somewhat like a stumbling block when it comes to business and how people conduct business and, and just how the mindset is a little bit different when it comes to business and business ventures. I know for myself and some just seeing differences within someone who's structured in their job versus a person who has a business mindset, there somewhat seems like there has to be some type of unlearning that needs to take place. There has to be some sort of, you know, disassociation between being very smart and equating that with money. And so meaning if you're very smart, it doesn't mean that you will make a lot of money. And it's just so when we think about some of these things about unlearning and business relationships, um, it's pretty interesting when you talk about sitting in the classroom um, and what that really means. And so, L.A., I wanted to ask you a question here about, you know, the unlearning that goes along with business and the mindset that you have to have as a business owner. So I'm wondering what are your thoughts on maybe – how it's different, you know, how are the differences that you've seen in your in your life, you know, I mean, in business and professionalism, just the mindset in general. Yeah, again, guys, it's all about having a positive mindset. Um, whatever you think, you know, you know, whatever you're, you're looking at, you know, that's what you're going to go after. So make sure whenever you're, you're looking at where you want to be, um, just make sure that it's something that, that you definitely uh, want to go in a positive direction. Um, again, um, everything that I've done from this point forward, I just I wanted to be successful at it. 
And because of just that want of being success, it doesn't matter what it is that you do, you can always make it if that's what you really want to do. It's interesting. When what are your thoughts on that too? Like just your whole mindset and what, how do you have to be? You know, because I, I noticed that there's still a difference between some people that are structured in one way of thinking. You know, sometimes they think that just having one job to another job and another job is going to bring them financial freedom. So I don't know if it's partly the missing gap is that they just don't know that there are other things and different options out there to be successful or what, whatever they define as success. But um, what are your thoughts on just people's mindset, um, Gwen? I think um, when it comes to success and professionalism, I think in general, it's it's kind of like, if, if I may take this another step, it's kind of like gender roles and how subconsciously people think about gender. It's the same thing when it comes to success and professionalism. Um, unfortunately, not everyone is taught how to be an entrepreneur, you know, and unfortunately not everyone is taught that everyone is equal. Um, for our... our, our, our I'll give you, I'll try to give you a quick example here. Someone will say, I want to be successful. But when you open up the doors to them and say, here's some success, let me see you work for yourself, um, we'll give you this opportunity. You can work for yourself and try to do it. They may do it for a week and say, it's too hard. I can't do it. But if you lay a job description out in front of them, they'll do that for years and years and years because you just laid it. And they'll work really hard at that, at a job description. So it's it's when you talk about unlearning things, a lot of that has to do with training your mind to push yourself, not just, not, not just have other people push you or um, work someone else's agenda, but to push yourself, actually push yourself to do better because you know you can be better. It's not just about what somebody else is thinking or saying about you. It's what you know and what you want and knowing that you can do better. So I think it's um, some of the, the stigmas that are out there. It's just the stigma that you've got to go down one particular path in order to be successful. But what people are finding out right now in 2014 in this day and age is that that's not possible because 90 to 95% of the people that are out here nowadays who are working, trying to work on that one path to success by working a job for so many years are not finding that success. And so What's happening is a lot of people are looking for a plan B, but a lot of people are used to that same road, so they just stay on it, even if you present a better one for them. Some of it is not wanting or being able to challenge themselves. As much as we say we can challenge ourselves, when when it comes time to it, we don't always do it. And we're all at times guilty of that. I myself, I can speak for myself personally. I know I'm definitely guilty of that sometimes. Sometimes that will take. If I'm sitting at my desk and I know I need to make 10 phone calls or whatever the case might be, do you, A, make the 10 phone calls, make five of them, or do you, B, say, you know what, I'm going to turn on this movie or the TV instead? And so you always have to push yourself and always have to have your goals consistently in front of you and know that it's going to take something extra other than what somebody has written out, what somebody else has written out for you in order for you to um, have the things that you want. So I do think there's a stigma for people, and people kind of limit themselves. Hello?
Hello? Oh, hey, Gwen. Hello. Did you hear me? Uh, oh, yeah. I think I was the one who was talking. I'm like, I lost everything. Um, but, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, everyone, if you're now tuning in, you're listening to Financial Leverage for the Career Professionals, and I have two of my extraordinary business partners on the line, L.A. and Leroy Alexander and Gwenevere Banks. I'm just so delighted to have them on the line here with me. Um, we're going to just have, you know, just talk for another, like, 10 minutes, and then we're going to wrap this call up. But, um, L.A., I wanted to ask you a question. Um, I was thinking about, as Gwen was talking about, she was talking about entrepreneurship. And she said something pretty interesting. She said, you know, not everyone, I guess, is taught to be an entrepreneur. They don't even have that kind of mindset. How does a person really get an entrepreneurial spirit? Do you think it's something that comes to an individual naturally, or is it somewhat of a desire to want more out of life? Well, you know what, even as a child, um, we have always been taught, you know, to, 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 to have a, a lemonade stand outside of your house. So I believe even as a young kid, we definitely had the entrepreneur mindset. But um, as you go, you know, as you go through the years and you go through school, you got to realize something that everything you learn in school is more so geared towards, you know, going out and working for somebody else. So you kind of get stuck in that mind frame. Again, you're being taught by people who are who actually work for the school. You're being taught by teachers, you know. So. As as you that's what you've seen that's that's pretty much what you get embedded into you into your soul. You have to somehow uh, as you become older you have to somehow have a desire to want more. And uh, again, we all know that as long as you're having to move your feet every time it's time for you to eat, then it's going to be tough for you to reach that that true point in life to where you can really say that that you are financially independent. You know, being able to have that time freedom. And uh, that's one of the things that I always wanted for myself, and that was one of my biggest whys was my why was I want to be able to go where I want to go, when I want to go. I want to be able to spend the time doing the things that I really want to do. And I realized that even though I'm blessed to have a, a very good corporate job, again, I always have to be there. You know, I spend, if you think about how much time you spend in corporate, you know, it's, it's literally almost half of the time, when, if you're not counting your sleep, it's half of your day. So imagine if you could spend that much time doing the things that you really wanted to do. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a mindset uh, that you got to have. And sometimes people have it, sometimes people don't. But it really just depends on if they're if they're okay with where they're at, you know, if if, if they're they're perfectly fine and where they're at. And uh, and if that's the case, then that's fine. But uh, but yeah, I definitely went back to it as a child, and uh, I wanted to have a lemonade stand. Not only did I want to sit lemonade at my lemonade stand. I wanted to own multiple multiple lemonade stands and overrun them all. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've always wanted to own my my lemonade stand too. I just never knew if I was good at making lemonade. <laughs> but uh, LA, let me see. What's what 2014? What do you think is in store for this year for people? Like, really, what should people really be looking for to this year? Because I know if we sit back and we really talk realistically here about the economy, we see that inflation is up. You know, the other day I was traveling, I see that some people are working three jobs, and now people have ventured into four jobs, and they still can't survive. I mean, it's such a crisis out here that the city and the states, you know, they're they're forced to raise minimum wage, you know. So really, I think we're going into a time where things are going to just skyrocket. I mean, I don't know if you know, but I think they're already changing the price of stamps. It's going to be close to 50 cents, you know, by the end of um, January, uh, you know. So... 
just curious, what do you think, you know, should be the mindset for people going into this year and going forward, you know, beyond this point, uh, Leroy? Well, you hit it on the head. In this day and age, we have we have new rules. The rules that we have in 2014 is, is not the same rules that we had growing up in the, you know, being an 80s baby. You know, it's completely different rules that we live in. I mean, Beyonce just came out with an album with, literally zero advertising. You know, you've definitely got to think outside the box in this day and age. And uh, if you notice, she, you know, she took things in her own hands. You know, she didn't, she didn't actually go and wait on the, uh, you know, on, on the big-time record labels to, to go out and promo her. She said, you know what, I got the backing, I got the network, I can go platinum by myself, just by myself and my network and my social media. So in this day and age, like I said, you got to make it happen. Um, and for 2014, I think a lot of people are at that point in their lives where they're tired of having to worry about someone else to write them a check. And so they're going out there and uh, they're creating their own checks. I, I know I am. What about you? All right, Gwen. What about you, Gwen? Uh, most definitely, um, in, in, in different ways as well. Um, I think in terms of what people, when they look at 2014, the thing I would ask them most importantly is as much as things are changing, prices are going up, uh, gas is going up, and when we say things are changing, we're talking about the things that you need to need daily. I mean, a carton of eggs costs a lot more, you know. Um, the thing to ask yourself is, are you where you want to be? And if not, how are you going to change that? What are you going to do specifically that will change that? Because I can guarantee you if I would ask, if I ask myself right now where I want to be, I would have to say no. How am I changing that? By having a home-based business, by doing a couple different things here and there so that I can provide myself with multiple streams of income and by not relying on a job. So you have to really be ready to not just ask yourself those questions, but also put the action in it behind it after you ask yourself those questions and you give yourself an honest answer. And then you have to honestly ask yourself, am I ready to do this? Can I do this? For most people, the answer is yes, of course you can. But do you, do you really have, do you have it in you to really do this? So you really have to push yourself. Um, and just like I said, like, like Leroy said, you know, I was born in the 80s. Things were a lot different. Things were a lot different. Things didn't cost as much. I mean, you know, your parents could get by. They had one job, and everybody did okay. They could still save, you know, money in the bank, take trips. That's not the case anymore. And so you have to ask yourself, do you want to continue to live this way? Do you see yourself here in 10, in 20 years, in 30 years? You know? So, I mean, I'm sure the pe- those that our Walmart greeters currently didn't expect that to happen. They didn't expect to be 65 and 70 and having to work a job. One of my best friend's grandmothers, she didn't expect to retire and then a couple years after retiring having to work again. So you have to ask yourself the question of where you are, where you want to be, and what is it going to truly, truly take. It's true. Yeah, guys, what's really interesting about um, my two business partners on the line here today is that we actually um, 
we work we work with network marketing as one of our other streams of income uh, through a company called Wake Up Now, and we'll love to definitely share more about that company with you um, if this is something you're interested in and in, in creating some sort of financial leverage for your life, creating an additional stream of income. We can definitely um, provide you with that information. Or if you were invited to this call by someone or you have this information, um, just get back to them, and they'll be able to uh, share with you more about a business opportunity if you're interested in that as well. Um, I just definitely want to thank my guests on the line here today. We're going to just wrap this up. If anyone wants to um, check this out, previous calls that we've we've had in this call too will be on our website. Okay, and that's at a www.flfcp. That's for financial leverage for the career professional. Com. Okay, so that's www.flfcp. Com. Uh, just, you know, want to wrap this up. Um, any closing thoughts here for our audience, Leroy? You know what, guys? Uh, I just want to end by saying, you know, 2014, it's exactly what you want it to, it's exactly what you want it to be. Uh, again, we're all professionals here. We, we're all career-oriented, and uh, we all are successful in our own right. Um, but I challenge each and every one of you guys to uh, – to, to find a way in 2014 to make sure that that regardless if uh, if uh, if a company that you that you currently work for if uh, if they shut down if the company that you work for decided to that they had to cut back if they decided that they have to close their doors that they had to fire you uh, I want to challenge you to be able to uh, to be able to fend for yourself I want to challenge you to be able to make a check make Make money for yourself. Um, it's one of the best feelings in the world. So even though we're career professionals, um, let's look into entrepreneurship. Let's let's see where that will take you in 2014. Excellent. Thank you so much for being on this call, Leroy. Uh, Gwen, any final thoughts for our audience here? Um, well, first of all, I just want to say thank you once again for having me, and it's always a pleasure speaking with you all. Um, final thoughts? My my biggest challenge to you is to do exactly what Leroy said. On top of that, write down the things that we talked about in terms of whenever, however you decide to challenge yourself, if you say, am I where I want to be, write it down. If you say no, and where is it that you'd want to be, write that down. Whatever goals you might have, whatever it is that's in front of you, um, write it down because a lot of times the things that we see in our minds, um, we have to put them down on paper in order for it to actually happen. So I, I challenge you to start writing these things down, the goals that you have, the things that you want. Not only don't just write down the goals, think about how you're going to get there. Write down, I need to stop doing this. If you need to stop doubting yourself, if you need to, um, if you need to stop, you know, pushing positive people away, write that down. If you need to push some negative people away, I need you to write that down because there are a lot of people that are probably in your life that might be holding you back. And sometimes you can't see it because either, one, you want to be loyal to some people who aren't good for your future, or, two, you you just don't see it because you're kind of in that fog, too. So start writing these things down and see what it is that might be holding you back, and I guarantee you might take a have a different outlook on things for your future. Right. Thank you guys so much. Leroy, thank you. you know, I enjoyed the conversation that we had here today. Gwen, thank you guys so much for this call. And, um, yeah, just 
we'll catch you guys soon. We'll catch you guys next week, same time, 8 p.m. Oh, sure. Central Standard Time and 9 p.m. Eastern Time. So thanks, Leroy. All right. Thank you. And it was good thanks, talking Glenn. to you all. All right. All right. Bye-bye.